0: Senior Life Journeys presents Carol Howell's Let's Talk Dementia, a podcast designed to help caregivers find knowledge, power, hope, and smiles in their dementia caregiving journey. Welcome to Let's Talk Dementia. Here is your host, bestselling author, Carol Howell. Welcome to Let's Talk Dementia. I am Carol Howell, your host. I'm glad that today you decided to tune in again. We've been talking about the various stages of Alzheimer's type dementia. Alzheimer's is just one of over 200 types of dementia, but today that's what we're focusing on. I have uh, narrowed down the stages of dementia to three, early, mid, and late, And um, that's what we've been talking about, the changes that we see between those or within those various stages, realizing that dementia is the inability to think clearly that is affecting the activities of daily living. So life has changed and is no longer functioning as it used to because of dementia. So today I want to talk with you about mid-stage dementia, specifically mid-stage Alzheimer's type dementia. This stage is typically the longest stage. The reason it would not be for most people is because they were not diagnosed until very late in the process. It's not unusual for families to ignore symptoms and think, oh, they're just having a bad day or it's just old timers. Now, I don't know what old timers is, but... um, It's not a legitimate diagnosis. And the problems that we start seeing happen with folks in the mid-stages of Alzheimer's are not normal for aging. Normal aging does not look like these symptoms. And so we need to be aware when our loved one is exhibiting changes that we are on top of finding out why those changes are occurring. That's why understanding the various stages of dementia is important. So on our last episode, we talked about the changes that begin to occur in early um, stage Alzheimer's type dementia. So with mid-stage Alzheimer's, since it is the longest stage, we see a lot of changes, and those changes certainly evolve over time. At each level of the disease and each level of change, more care is required. Most of these individuals can still live at home, or they might be in an assisted living community. It's generally at this point that we do see folks needing enough care that the family's looking at staying with mom and dad on a rotating schedule at night or hiring help to come in or choosing an assisted living. And so we realize that their needs are greater. Some of the problems might include refusing to bathe. Now, we realize that the activities of daily living that we've talked about so many times that are affected by dementia are bathing, eating, ambulating, dressing, and toileting. Bathing's that first one. So we see folks begin to have problems in the area of bathing so much so that they refuse to bathe. They don't wanna get a bath, they get in there and they're confused what to do. They're cold, they're naked, it's uncomfortable, and you want me to take off my clothes in front of you? Well, I just don't think I'm gonna do that. And so they become agitated and they don't want to bathe. And so refusing to bathe is a problem. Problems expressing thoughts. Um, or I should say, completely expressing thoughts. We start an idea, we start a, a sentence or a thought pattern, but we can't complete it. So we leave folks kind of cold and not knowing what it was we were trying to say. They're going, huh, what was on her mind? What was she trying to say? Because now our loved one is having a hard time completing that thought pattern for us to understand what it is that they had going on in their brain at that moment. We see problems completing common tasks like cooking and making the bed, laundry, shopping. A couple reasons for that would be or um, process and order. The process that it takes to complete a task. I remember when our daughter was in uh, preschool. She went to a college preschool. And um, one of the things that they did was they asked each of the, of the uh, students there, to write down how to make a uh, peanut butter and jelly sandwich. What are the steps? And that's different for each of those kids. Some of them recognized that first you had to get out of your chair, walk to the kitchen, open the cabinet, get the bread. They were very detailed in their description. And some of the kids just said, you get peanut butter, bread, and jelly. Well getting peanut butter getting bread and getting jelly does not a peanut butter and jelly sandwich make does it so that ability to complete common tasks begin to be begins to be a problem with folks with dementia cuz they can't process order and and lay out the steps necessary to complete that task becomes a problem that's another reason they have a problem with bathing they can't process that order to get that bath done appropriately So cooking becomes a problem, how to fix a meal from beginning to end. They might start making the bed and then something goes off in their brain and they think about something else and they don't get back to making that bed. Doing laundry, sorting the laundry, making sure the whites and the darks are separate from each other, remembering to put laundry detergent in. Did I do that? I can't remember, did I put detergent in? And so then they put more detergent and then we have a problem. Or they put no detergent and the clothes don't get clean. And then they totally forget the clothes were put in the washing machine. They lay in there for several days and start smelling not so good. Shopping can be a problem because they can't go to the store and remember what they need. They might make a list, but then they've got to remember that list is in their purse, right? And that becomes a problem. So problems completing common tasks, and that's just a few of them. Forgetfulness of events about one's own life. Things that have gone on recently in their life, they are forgetting. They become moody. Now, I'm just going to ask you. Don't you think you would be too if you realized that you were having problems with common tasks and you were having problems remembering how to cook, or you realized that you did not know certain things when your family got together and you didn't recognize certain people? I think that'd make you a little bit moody and a little bit depressed. And um, depression is one of those things that we see. Depression is very common in folks who have dementia. It's something family needs to be aware of and doctors need to be talked to about. Withdrawal. Well, when our folks realize this is all going on, they do withdraw. Because see, it's easier just to be by yourself and not have to face your inabilities or your disabilities at this point. So they just withdraw. As we talked in the last episode, problems with numbers become even more evident. And definitely in mid-stage Alzheimer's, you don't want your person in charge of the checkbook. That's just not a good plan. Problems with space and time. Where am I? What year is it? Uh, Tell me again what I've got going on in my... Why do I live in this house? Uh, I don't remember buying that car. Problems with space and time. Incontinence with bowel and bladder become more of a problem. This is very much widespread. I don't know anyone who makes it through all the stages of Alzheimer's that maintains control of bowel and bladder, because the brain tells the bowel, the brain tells the bladder when it's time to go to the potty. And when the brain can no longer send those signals, you begin to have problems, and those problems definitely increase as time goes on. Problems sleeping. Now I'm gonna tell you sleep is so important, and we've talked about this on previous episodes, that when you sleep, your brain's vacuum cleaner, comes on and cleans out your brain of toxins to help your brain work better the next day. That happens while you dream, but you only dream when you get into deep sleep. So good quality sleep for a length of time that allows you to dream is important. So if we're not getting that sleep, then toxins are building up in our brain. Our brain is not being cleaned and our brain cannot function well. You see how it's a problem? And as we talked about with moodiness and depression, we see personality changes. They uh, may not enjoy the things they used to. They may get just a little agitated at you over things that they used to never get agitated about. There's just a change in who they are because truly there is a change in who they are. Their body is changing constantly. We see delusions. People are delusional in what is factual and what is not. And that can be a real problem. And it is during the mid-stage of Alzheimer's that wandering becomes a a risk factor. We don't see it in the early stages, but it can start in the mid-stages. Now, with some folks, that, that may not happen until the late stages. And with some folks, they're never a wander risk. But More than not, oats become a wander risk to some degree or the other. My mama did wander right out of her building on a cold December morning because, or no, it was a late afternoon because she was coming to my house, which was not entirely um, out of the question because I lived across the street from the assisted living, but yet it was cold. It was December in South Carolina. And she had no coat on. She only had on the clothes that she was wearing that day. And she just walked right out of the building. And I'll guarantee you, mama could never have figured out how to get directly to my house. Wandering becomes a problem. For some folks, it's not so much that they're going to wander out of the building and walk down the road. That's not their intent. But they see a door and they go, well, let's just see where that goes. And they open it. And if that door happens to go outside, then outside they are. That might not have been their attention to begin with, but that's where they are. So we have to be aware of that. So those are just some of the things about late-stage Alzheimer's that you might want to be, no, about mid-stage Alzheimer's type dementia, correct that, that I want you aware of as you watch your loved one progress to help figure where they are. Have they moved from early to mid-stage? Or do you think they're even more advanced? And if they are, we're going to call that late stage dementia in which that's what we'll talk about on our next episode of Let's Talk Dementia. But in the meantime, I would love for you to write me and tell me what's on your mind. You're, you can write me at carol at letstalkdementia.org. Include your name and your phone number and your story and I will call you back. You can go to letstalkdementia.org and click on calendar of events, choose a date and a time and I will be glad to offer you a free 30-minute phone consultation no charge to you whatsoever follow the directions that pop up on that screen and we'll make that happen and I would love to talk with you well I hope you have a good day I hope your caregiving journey brings you smiles I hope you give smiles back to those around you I hope that in this new normal we um, don't have to wonder what normal is going to be like Um, after Corona. What is normal going to be then? Let's deal with what is normal now. And now we have a new normal. Hope your your daily schedule has adjusted some and, and you figured it out how to make things work. Mine is certainly different than I ever would have guessed. But the new normal, I hope through it that you are finding time to rest and relax, time to remember all of God's blessings, and then time to rejoice. See you on the next episode of Let's Talk Dementia. Bye-bye. Let's Talk Dementia would like to thank our sponsors, National Association of Veterans and Families. You can reach them at 800-352-2919 on the internet at www.navf.org. They speak veterans so you don't have to. And you tell them Carol sent you when you call to inquire about benefits for the veteran, the spouse of the veteran, or both editor beth you can find miss beth crosby at editorbeth.com. she is amazing at looking at what you've written and making sure it represents you well find her at www.editorbeth.com and hd imports located on flint street extension in rock hill south carolina that's york county 803-985-0985 they are there for the hunt the repair and maintenance of your honda hyundai toyota Kia. Tell them Carol sent you. Thanks for joining us today for Carol Howell's Let's Talk Dementia. To learn more about dementia, we recommend Carol's best-selling book, also titled Let's Talk Dementia. It's available on Amazon in paperback and Kindle versions. Be sure to like Let's Talk Dementia on Facebook and leave us a kind word of review on iTunes. Remember, knowledge brings power. Power brings hope. Hope brings smiles. And we all need more smiles. Thanks for joining us today, and we'll be right here when you come back to Let's Talk Dementia.